ऐप है एस बी एस हिंदी के साथ और खबरों के लिए जाएं sbs.com.au/hindi पर जब ऑस्ट्रेलिया में रीजनल माइग्रेशन को बढ़ावा देने की बात उठी तो साथ में ये सवाल भी उठा कि क्या रीजनल एरियाज माइग्रेशन के लिए तैयार हैं और इस सवाल का जवाब देने के लिए और संभावनाएं खोजने के लिए एक पार्लियामेंट्री कमेटी बनाई गई थी जिसका काम था रीजनल माइग्रेशन का अध्ययन करना पिछले साल इस कमेटी ने अपना काम शुरू भी कर दिया था लेकिन कोरोना वायरस महामारी के कारण इस कमेटी का काम बाधित हुआ और आखिरकार इस कमेटी ने अपनी जांच को सस्पेंड कर दिया है एक छोटी रिपोर्ट इस कमेटी ने संसद में पेश की है जिसमे कुछ ऑब्जर्वेशन बताई गई है इस कमेटी के अध्यक्ष रहे जूलियन लीजर एम हमारे साथ है उनसे हमने जानना चाह की उन्होंने इस इंक्वायरी के दौरान इस जांच के दौरान क्या समझा क्या सीखा जूलियन लीजर आपका बहुत बहुत स्वागत है एसबीएस हिंदी पर तो व्हाट आर योर लर्निंग्स योर टेक अवे फ्रॉम दिस इंक्वायरी वेल दिस इज अ स्लाइटली डिफरेंट इंक्वायरी रिपोर्ट टू अदर इंक्वायरी रिपोर्ट्स इन वी डिसाइडेड टू सस्पेंड द इंक्वायरी बिकॉज़ द पर्पस ऑफ द इंक्वायरी वाज टू लुक एट हाउ वी एनकरेज माइग्रेंट्स टू go to and remain in regional australia and given that we've basically suspended the migration program as a result of covid-19 uh, and given that the economic situation in australia has changed um uh, as a result of it too um that some of the settings and things that we were looking at previously may not uh, for the foreseeable future be uh, be relevant so what we did with this report is we is we repeated some of the observations that had been told to us on uh, on several occasions about aspects of the way in which people bring uh, people to Australia and the difficulties in doing that um uh, overall um we didn't reach any conclusions or make recommendations so for me overall the thing that i found was that uh, i think we were making it too difficult to employ migrants in regional australia um we uh, this is because of a range of different factors but particularly the high cost of employing migrants made more expensive by things like the um, occupation lists which um, often didn't keep pace with, with with what was happening in the community and didn't necessarily reflect the skill shortages they weren't dynamic enough the temporary skilled migration income threshold was another issue um we heard that in regional areas there were some skilled jobs had salaries below 53900 and yet if you wanted to bring somebody from overseas to do that job you had to pay them at least 53900 the skilling australia fund levy was another issue that um was just seen as an impost on on business um all of those factors combined with um repeated labor market testing no one objects to there being some labor market testing but constantly repeating the same labor market testing for the same position created extra barriers to entry there was some support for what's known as the designated area migration agreements which allow people to have a regulatory holiday from some of those more onerous um uh requirements uh, and that was w- warmly uh, warmly seen um we also looked at uh, what do we do to to keep migrants there and one of the key things that we we saw was that they needed to be um perhaps um a relook at the way we do settlement services so often they're provided by local government and volunteers and in many instances if you've got to uh, increase the number of people coming to a regional area you need more housing and the housing stock didn't necessarily keep pace so um uh, while many communities are very keen in the pre-covid period to have more migrants come there because many businesses rely on migration um to ensure that their businesses and those very large capital assets can 
keep working and that you have the right set of skills. And migration obviously also helps uh, some improve the culture and, um, and the society in which the migrants come to. Uh, one of the challenges um, remain making sure that you had things that would uh, that would encourage people to go there. So since you could not finish the inquiry, do you think there is still some need for such inquiry in the near future? And do you see government taking some steps in that direction? So um, we've obviously reported to the parliament some of our observations, but made no conclusions. Um, I think our report will be a starting point, no more than a starting point, for government to relook at these issues at a time when we return to a period where we have a fuller migration program and people are reconsidering this issue for regional communities. There remains a challenge in regional communities to ensure that we get the labour force to meet um, uh, the required jobs that are there. Um, when this inquiry started at the uh, uh, middle of last year, there were 60,000 jobs um, that couldn't be filled in regional areas. So uh, the labour shortages are real. But I think one of the questions for the country at the moment is if we've got 1.4 million unemployed Australians, to what extent um, can some of those Australians fill some of these roles? And as a whole, because you had been travelling to many regional areas during this inquiry, could you see there is an appetite for migrants to arrive in regional area and how ready emotionally and socially how ready regional areas are for migrants so i think that's a good question um in the pre-covid period and i catch everything i say in the pre-covid period i think we were having two very different discussions about migration there's the sydney melbourne brisbane discussion about migration which says that you know uh, uh, our cities are full um and it's hard to get around and then there's a the discussion in regional Australia, which is we desperately need more people to try and fill some of these positions and to bring more vibrancy to our towns. Um, uh, there are many, many communities in regional Australia where migration was warmly welcomed um, and indeed where people were um, actively seeking ways of making their community a migration destination. We we didn't unfortunately get to as many communities as we'd like to. We went to... Um, South Australia, we went to Mount Gambier and uh, Murray Bridge and Adelaide, um, and we also did some interviews via teleconference to uh, Western Australia, to Perth, Katanning and Kalgoorlie. And the story there was the same. Um, we really do in those places, particularly in the pre-COVID period, you had communities that were welcoming of migrants that had migrant success stories um, and for whom businesses wouldn't survive. And the community wouldn't survive itself without um, without migration. And I would like to ask particularly in the context of Indian migrations because number of Indian migrants are growing in regional areas. What did you see? How did you find the Indian community in regional areas? Uh, what I've noticed, and indeed had we got to more places where we're going to see more of this, is the growing number of Indian Australians um, sorry, Indian people who are coming to migrate to Australia and go to regional communities. And uh, we heard stories of so many different regional communities around the country uh, that had significant Indian populations. Um, there are areas like, uh, well, Gorgor obviously with a very strong uh, established and long established Sikh community, but also areas uh, like the Riverina in New South Wales, where there are significant uh, uh, growing Indian communities there. Um, and I think um, this is something that... Uh, you know, when we resume the normal migration program, we'll see a lot more of again. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much.
थैंक्स वेरी मच ऐसे ही और कहानियां सुनना चाहते हैं एप्पल पॉडकास्ट गूगल पॉडकास्ट स्पॉटिफाई या फिर जहां आप पॉडकास्ट सुनते हैं वहां हम हैं <laughs>